0: what is up everyone welcome back to another video game week 29 double game week 29 is here it's time to have a look at my team selection Welcome back everyone, FPL Harry here to Game Week 29, the biggest double we're going to have left between now and the end of the season, it is finally time, it is finally here, the international break is over, players are back, hopefully training with their clubs and we'll talk about a few of them which may not be quite yet and what that means for our FPL teams in just a moment. Before we dive in, we're going to have a look at how we got on in Game Week 28, although it was a couple of weeks ago still, we are going to have a quick review of it. If you have not already liked the video, we are less than 1,000 subscribers away from 50,000 so anything you can do to help me get there would be much appreciated. But looking at my game week 28 score, it wasn't the best. It was the blank game week. I did get a small red arrow from 1,300 in the world to 1,400. So not the end of the world with 54 points overall. But it is that small red arrow, which I didn't really want, particularly given that I did make an extra transfer really close to the deadline to add an 11th player. So I did have more players than the average player, but it wasn't enough to go and get me a green arrow. My defense was an absolute horror show. So... So we had blanks across the board. Kepa with a one, Zinchenko with a two, Chilwell with a one, and all my other defenders with blanks and two points as well. Moving into midfield, the points do look a little bit better. So of course Bukayo Saka did really well with his eighteen, but because he wasn't my captain. I didn't actually really want him to score that many points, and Martinelli in there with a seven-pointer as well. Up front, things were okay. Harry Kane got his goal as my captain, twelve points. Ollie Watkins with just an assist. Howie didn't score with a five points, and then Ivan Tony with two. But at least he didn't pick up the yellow card, so at least I can field him going into the next game week into double game week twenty nine because he didn't get suspended. He didn't pick up that yellow card. Rye on my bench, the only player with a fixture with a two. In theory, I should have played him over Kepa, but Kepper with the home fixture against Everton versus Raya playing against Leicester. That was never possible. So small red arrow, it is what it is. We're going to have to move on. Game week 29 has been the focus for quite a while. So of course... Game week 29 is the biggest double game week that we have left this season. And one of the teams that we are looking to target, particularly is Manchester United. Now, Manchester United, you might look at their double this week and go Newcastle away, Brentford at home. Why would I buy a Manchester United asset when that is their double, when I could buy the likes of James Madison, when he has Crystal Palace, and then Aston Villa as well. Now, I agree with that looking at game week 29. And actually, if you look at game week 30 as well, James Madison has Bournemouth at home. However, he then plays Manchester City in game week 31 and then doesn't double again this season. Whereas if you are investing in Manchester United, This week they then look to double in game week 34 again and then likely in game week 37 again as well. So not only do you have the additional fixture this week and actually a better fixture in game week 31 as Manchester United play Nottingham Forest over the likes of the Leicester assets but particularly Madison versus Fernandez, which is a lot of the decisions that are being made at the moment. But it is further down the line as well. You are investing for the long run. So you are looking at game week 34 and game week 37 as well, where I just think Fernandez is going to be the player that you want. And if you get to game week 34 with Madison in your team or no Fernandez, you're going to want to go to him then anyway. So I do not necessarily think that Madison is a worse option for game week 29 and maybe game week 30 in isolation. But I think in the long term, Fernandes is the one that I want and I don't want to be committing to loads of hits between now and the end of the season. So I do think that going for the Manchester United duo is the better option. That being said, I've already made one transfer. It was predicted that Bruno Fernandes was actually going to rise in price, so I made the move sideways of Martinelli to Fernandes using my one free transfer. It was a close call between Fernandes and Bakari Saka but I have a lot of money in the bank so I can do next week the planned transfer which is Ivan Tony, up to Erling Haaland even if I decide to sell Martinelli. Now some of you might not have the money in the bank to be able to do that so do check your future transfer plans about whether you can sell Martinelli or Saka. I was pretty close and actually if I couldn't have afforded that move next week I would have happily have sold Saka and kept Martinelli. Martinelli playing with or playing with Gabriel Jesus is back to his early season form and his early Season best, and I have absolutely no problem with you if you have to keep Martinelli over Bukayo Saka. If Bakayasaka Saka hadn't hauled in the game, just gone, it wouldn't be such an issue for us deciding which two to sell out of these. So Martinelli is still great value, but I have the money spare, and I just decided to keep Saka. Now, the other move that I'm about ninety percent sure I'm going to make is Zinchenko to Luke Shaw from minus four. Again, it follows the same reasoning as what I explained with Bruno Fernandez. I like the double this week. It's okay. Newcastle away, Brentford home. They might pick up one clean sheet. Although without Casemiro, clean sheets are a little bit harder to come by. But it is the sort of longer term. So it's Everton in game week 30. It's Nottingham Forest away in game week 31. It's the double predicted in game week 34 and game week 37 as well. So I really like what Luke Shaw offers. I like what Fernandes offers. Fernandes is in and I'm pretty certain Luke Shaw is going to be in for a minus four as well. And then in terms of other potential transfers, so I did mention that Bakari Saka up to Mo Salah is another potential minus four where I'm at with that now is I think that's unlikely. I'm targeting Mo Salah in game week 32 on my free hit which is when I'm going to play my final chip because of course bench boost is going to be played this week and then I actually think I'm going to transfer in Mo Salah with one of my transfers in game week 33 and keep Bakara Saka for Leeds at home on my bench, Liverpool next week and then West Ham away in game week 31. I know that we look at it and Salah has an extra fixture in there but it does block off me going to Erling Haaland back in game week 30. Now if we get confirmation that Erling Haaland is not going to be back until game week 32 onwards potentially you might miss a few weeks still because he hasn't been pitched in training then I might make this sideways move this week and then worry about getting Erling Haaland back in a few weeks so it is potential that I do make this move if Erling Haaland is confirmed out but I don't think we're going to get that so I don't think we're going to make that move the other transfer that I spoke about was Raya to steel I just look at it and think Steel's going to offer me such a headache. I'm sure Sanchez has not played his last game in the Premier League for Brighton between now and the end of the season. So I just don't think I'm going to go and do that. The other one that I am really considering though is Rico Henry to Estupinan of Brighton. I think this week it's pretty close. Is it going to be worth a minus four? Probably not. But if we have sort of a good amount of knowledge that Estupinan is going to start at home to Brentford, I think I will likely make the move from minus four. And this follows again a similar thing to the Manchester United. The minus fours I'm taking this week are not necessarily to pay off this week, but they're to pay off between now and the end of the season. So Rico Henry has a difficult double this week, and I practically don't play him in my team between now and the end of the season. There are no more doubles for them as well. However, Brighton, of course, doubling game week twenty nine, they double in game week thirty four, and they're also predicted to double in both game week thirty six and game week thirty seven as well. So getting on the right and your favourite Brighton triple up in game week twenty nine, although it might take hits and although it might not pay off straight away, I think it will pay off between now and game week thirty seven when they have more doubles and more fixtures than any other team in the league so I don't necessarily think it's worth a minus four this week but I'm going to have to do it for a minus four further down the line anyway so why not just do it this week when I think a stupid and outscores Rico Henry this week anyway so looking at my game week 29 lineup we have of course the bench boost active Kepa is my starting goalkeeper with Raya on the bench. My starting back for this week is Chilwell, Botman, Trippier, Rico Henry and then of course Zinchenko currently on the bench. Saka, Rashford, Mitoma, March in my midfield with Bakayo Saka on the bench and then Watkins and Ivan Tony with Harry Kane on the bench. So a good enough bench boost at the moment. As I said I've already brought in Bruno Fernandes but I am considering and actually am planning quite a few number of transfers. So looking at my team for next week and my planned transfers of course Bruno Fernandes has come in for Martinelli which means Bakayosaka drops down to be part of the bench boost. I also am planning on the minus four to go to Luke Shaw in for Zinchenko which means that we would in theory drop Rico Henry down to the bench however I also plan on taking another minus four as long as we get confirmation that a is fine to play to bring in a Stupanan for Rico Henry which means that Botman will drop to my bench. So my bench will now be David Raya, Saka, Harry Kane and Sven Botman in their double game week. So two doublers, Plus two single single-game players in Bukayo Saka and Harry Kane, and a starting team again with Kepa, Chiwell, Now with a Stupinan, Trippier. Now with Luke Shaw, Marcus Rashford, Matoma, Solly March, Bruno Fernandes, and then Watkins and Ivan Tony up front. In terms of captaincy, it's still on Marcus Rashford. I saw the pictures of him training on his own. I'm sure that's just them not wanting to annoy England anymore, and just maybe putting those pictures out. I have absolutely no doubt, really. I think I'm about ninety percent sure that Marcus Rashford is going to be absolutely fine for the double game week. The Brighton fixtures are really nice of Brentford and Bournemouth, so there is part of me that maybe thinks Sonny March Matoma could be decent capacity options. And if you are chasing and you are looking for a big rank game, then Matoma March even Fernandez even Madison are all great differentials. But I just think with me, where I'm at, with actually Marcus Rashford looking like he's had a decent break, I do think Marcus Rashford is going to be my captain. And this is going to be my bench boost. I'm a bit nervous about it with a minus eight potentially. With a lot of bench boost actives, I don't necessarily, it's a guaranteed green arrow, which a bench boost normally feels like. But Let me know what you think about my team. Would you do the minus eight? Would you only do a minus four? Let me know what you think. Make sure you've liked the video again. We're going to try and hit 50,000 subscribers by the time the game week 29 deadline does roll around. Thank you so much for watching. Drop all of your questions, all of your comments in the comment section down below. Like and subscribe before you go. And I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.